When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> this team, I tell you. So just last night, me and Matt are in Green Bay. I get an hour sleep, order myself a nice sandwich. I'm back in Philly. I'm ready to take a nap. And my phone buzzes. And as you know, in case you've been living under a rock, the Eagles have traded Jordan Matthews to the Buffalo Bills for cornerback Donald Ro- Ronald Darby. Ronald Darby in a 2018 third-round pick. So there you have it. I mean, just last night, me and Matt, and Matt's not going to be on this podcast, by the way. Like a lot of writers, he's still traveling back. So he's in an airport somewhere. He likes the move, which I think is a, I think it's a suspect opinion, but I look forward to debating that with him. Um, but yeah, crazy day. I mean, the Eagles trade Jordan Matthews. I was just down at the Novacare Center where Howie talked, and only about four or five writers were there because writers are still traveling back. You just literally never know with this team, man, like. You just never know. So before we get into it, and I'm going to take a lot of your twi- your Twitter questions today because I've been tweeting a lot about it. I've been getting a lot of, you know, you're a troll, you're a hater, you know, you're stupid, all those things. But I want to use this podcast to just kind of answer your questions in depth because I have a lot of, a lot of opinions on this. If you, if you listen to the podcast, if you read me, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I am very pro-Jordan Matthews. I think he was underrated. I think fans underrate him. So the fact that they traded him to me was a mistake. Now, I think you can look at this trade in a few different ways. You can look at the decision to trade Jordan Matthews. You can look at the decision to acquire Darby, the decision to include the third-round pick, and the evaluation to even move on from Jordan Matthews. So there's a lot of layers to this trade. Um, So I'll get into that briefly, and then I want to answer some Twitter questions because I tweeted out, asked me some questions, and I'll answer all of them. So I'm going to go through all of them. I'm currently at 29. So I got, some, I, got, I got a lot of questions. I'm excited to get to them. Before I get into the questions, though, I want to take care of the normal normal stuff. So just like I said last night in Lambeau, which at this point feels like forever ago, thanks to everybody that's been subscribing. Our subscriptions are up. We're getting more reviews. I really, really do appreciate it. I, I genuinely appreciate it. Um, so go and subscribe. If you're listening to this on a browser or in YouTube, Go to YouTube, hit, give us that thumbs up, give us a like. I said that last night, and you guys did that too. So I love that. I love that you're doing that. And then go and subscribe. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. So go, go, you know, look for us in there. Hit subscribe. You'll get the episodes quicker. So that'll be good for you. So all right, let's get that out the way. That is done. Let's talk about the trade. So like I said, Jordan Matthews to Buffalo for Darby and a third round pick. My initial reaction to the trade before we talked to Howie was, I think it's a terrible trade. And the reason I think it's a terrible trade is is a a few reasons. The first is, I think Jordan Matthews is a considerably underrated receiver. And I really don't think people realize how much he does for this offense. I said in the last podcast, and you could see it on Thursday night against the Green Bay Packers, how much Carson Wentz really trusts Matthews and how much he relies on him on the field. On Thursday night against the Packers, Wentz completed four passes. 
Three of those went to Jordan Matthews. One was for a big third down, and one was on fourth down. And that's something you saw last year, too, him going to Matthews in big spots. Between Matthews and Ertz, those are the two players Wentz really trusted. And the interesting thing about trading Matthews is Howie Roseman has preached about building continuity around Wentz, going and making sure he has players that he can grow with, making the receiver position stronger. And now by moving Matthews, you get rid of A, Wentz's arguably favorite target outside of maybe Ertz, but his favorite receiving target. You get rid of one of his closest friends on the team, which, you know, I understand you have to make football reasons, but at the same time, Wentz is your franchise. And I think the fact that Jordan Matthews was close to him should have at least played a bit of a factor. And for all those stories earlier in the offseason about the Eagles taking Wentz's opinion into consideration with personnel moves, I think this trade basically puts that to rest. Uh, I'm not saying they might ask him once or once and again, but just last week, Carson Wentz got to the podium at the NovaCare Center, and he said at length about how, how much Jordan Matthews means to this team, about how he's a leader, about how the receivers look up to him, about what he means in that locker room. And then less than a week later, the Eagles turn around and trade him. So I just think you're really giving up a lot more than people think in Jordan Matthews. You're giving up their most reliable receiver. I mean, look, let's look at the receiving core now. You have Alshon Jeffrey, who I agree is the most talented receiver, and I've gotten back and forth with Matt about this. I agree he's the most talented receiver, but he's not the most reliable receiver. He, he's hurt. He's missed 17 games in five years. He missed four last year. He's already been suspended once for PEDs, and you can say, oh, well, it's not going to happen again. Lane Johnson got suspended again. And so, you know, players, they get caught once. Yeah, I, You shouldn't rule them out getting caught twice. Alshon has also not been playing during the, during the preseason. And, and how he said today when he was talking about the Jordan Matthews trade, he said, we're not worried about Alshon. We know what he has to do to get ready for week one. Okay, that's fine. That's their opinion. I disagree. My opinion is that the fact that Carson Wentz has thrown 189 passes in training camp, mini camp, and uh, now the preseason, that he's thrown 189 passes and only six of them. Six of his passes have gone towards Alshon Jeffrey. When you talk about the kind of impact you want Jeffrey to make, the fact that such a small portion of Wentz's passes have gone to Jeffrey in training camp is, to me, should be concerning. I'm not saying training camp is the end-all, be-all, but the Eagles clearly value training camp because how he said, to a certain degree, some of the performances he's seen from the receivers this offseason made him more confident to make the move. I think that's a mistake all on its own. I'll talk about that in a few minutes. But the Alshon thing, yeah, he's their best. He is their most reliable receiver. I'm sorry. He is their most talented receiver. He's not their most reliable. So Alshon's a question mark. Torrey Smith, last year he dropped 24% of the passes, catchable passes per, per pro football focus. 24% of the catchable passes that came Torrey Smith's way dropped. That's more than Nelson Aguilar and considerably more than Jordan Matthews. So this whole idea that Torrey Smith could be an upgrade. He could be, but let's not look over the fact he was terrible last year. Pro Football Focus had, and I know not everyone respects Pro Football Focus, but I do, and they had him as one of the worst receivers in the NFL last year, worse than Nelson Aguilar. So you have Jeffrey, that's a bit of a question mark. You have Torrey Smith that is coming off a terrible year. So those are your two starting receivers now, neither of which ones played with last year. Then you have Aguilar, who, hey, props to Daniel Jeremiah, he called it. He said Aguilar was going to be the slot receiver, and it looks like that is going to be the case. Aguilar had one pass thrown his way last night in Green Bay, and he dropped it right off his hands. 
Maybe it should have been thrown a little lower, but the ball bounced right off Aguilar's hands and was dropped. And I wrote during the offseason that Aguilar was probably the most skilled receiver. I'm sorry. I wrote that Aguilar was probably the best receiver during OTAs and minicamps. I thought he was better than Jeffrey. I thought he looked smoother. He was doing a great job catching the ball. So I've been on the, the Nelson Aguilar hype train. I'm not killing anybody out there for being excited about Aguilar. But now what the Eagles have done is they've taken a player that has shown he struggles in big situations. He's shown he struggles when the lights come on. It's a confidence issue with him. They've taken a player and they've thrusted him into a starting role yet again, a role he was not able to live up to last year. And now he's your starting slot receiver. If Nelson Aguilar is your fourth receiver, that's really good. There's a big difference between being the top backup and being the main slot receiver at a position where they've been consistently used to getting around 75 catches out of. Aguilar is not going to get 75 catches next year. You are not going to get the same production out of Aguilar that you got from Jordan Matthews. The chances of it are just extremely slim. And then I had a lot of people tweet me, well, Matt Collins can do what, uh, what Jordan Matthews does. So now Matt Collins is your fourth receiver. Again, it's just like Aguilar. Matt Collins, as your fifth receiver, that's a great role for him. He doesn't have a ton of pressure. He can play special teams. He can come in in certain situations. Now, if Alshon or Torrey Smith go down, Matt Collins is more than likely going to be out there on the field playing considerable time. Maybe he'll surprise us. He certainly looked good against Green Bay. Green Bay doesn't have a good defense, and he was playing against second-string guys for for the most part, other than his touchdown catch, which was impressive, but for the most part, second-string guys. So, when you look at their top four receivers, and I know people want to say Shelton Gibson, Bryce Treggs, you can't count on those people. Those are your fifth and sixth receivers. They're not going to play a big impact on this season. And if they are, look what happened when Bryce Treggs had to play a big impact last year. So when you look at your top four receivers, you look at question marks with Alshon Jeffrey, big ceiling, low floor. Torrey Smith, not good last year. Nelson Aguilar, talented, but can't get it done on Sunday. And Matt Collins, a, a, a rookie, a fourth-round pick. So... Yes, are the Eagles, do they have more talent at receiver? Yes, but they are not, in my opinion, with Jordan Matthews gone, you now go into the season once again with question marks. You don't know what you're going to get from these guys. And after all the all the work Howie put in the receiver position, getting rid of Matthews really messes a lot of things up. And so now I, I think Wentz doesn't have that sure fire receiver core around him. All right, so that's my take on that. And then let's talk about Darby just a little bit because I want to get to your questions. I think Darby is a fine player. I don't think he's a number one shutdown corner. The fact that he's 23 is intriguing. I like the fact that they got a young cornerback. He had a stellar rookie year. He's been in the league two years, kind of like Kyle Fuller in that way. Very strong rookie year. Took a considerable dip his second year. His, His rookie year, Pro Football Focus named him the Defensive Rookie of the Year. Pro Football Writers of America had him on their all rookie defensive team. He played very well. But that's not what he did as a sophomore in the second season. Everyone likes to hate on Nolan Carroll. Everyone laughs at Nolan Carroll now when the Cowboys, when there's, tw- when there's highlights of him getting burned with uh, Cowboys camp. According to Pro Football Focus, Nolan Carroll was better in coverage last season than uh, Darby was. It was close, but he was better than, Ron Dar- than, than Darby was. So if you take that into consideration, you're saying, all right, the Eagles are getting a player with higher upside than Nolan Carroll. He's younger. He's faster. But speed isn't everything. I mean, Darby was beat last year. He didn't pick off a single pass. And Howie likes to point out of those pass breakups, and they're nice. But Darby didn't have an interception last year. So I think Darby 
does step onto this roster, and he is the best cornerback. I agree. And I've said on this podcast, I've written it, I've shot videos saying how he needed to do something at cornerback. So I like the idea of going out and getting a 23-year-old cornerback. I just don't like what they paid to do it. I don't like giving up Jordan Matthews. And then you give up a third-round pick. I mean, seriously, giving that third-round pick up is a big deal. I mean, remember when the Eagles and Chip traded for Sam Bradford and they did foals for Bradford and then also give up that second-round pick? To me... This is, I'm not saying it's apples to apples, but it's similar. You're giving up, of the, of the three assets in that trade, you can make the argument Jordan Matthews and, Ron, and Darby are close. I would say Jordan Matthews, some would say Darby, fine. But the third round pick is the best asset in that deal, in my opinion. And how he gave up, so in my opinion, he gave up the third round pick and Matthews, the first and second best assets in the deal for Darby. So that's why I don't like to trade. It, it's not anti-Darby. I'm not saying Darby's not going to be their best cornerback. I'm not saying Darby is going to be a disaster. I'm not saying Darby can't be a really good player for them for the next four years. And the fact that he's under contract the next two years for a total of $1.8 million is extremely appealing. But you give up the third-round pick. You give up Matthews. The Eagles now only have one pick in the first three rounds next year. So a team that said they're rebuilding all of a sudden is an old team has a lot of players on one-year deals, and has only one pick in the first three rounds. So it's tough for me to sit here and say they're rebuilding, but then it's also tough for me to sit here and say they're a win-now team because I'm, I have questions about their receiver, the receivers. The cornerbacks are improved. Like I said on the last podcast, Carson Wentz looked very good. I think they have a shot to win the NFC East, but they're not a Super Bowl contending team. They're not even really a conference championship contending team. So there's still a ton of work to be done here. Those are my main issues with the, with, with the trade. I think losing Jordan Matthews is a bigger deal than people think. I think Darby is not the upgrade people think he is. He's an upgrade, but he's not the upgrade people think. And not to mention, now you have Darby, Jalen Mills, Rasul Douglas, and Sidney Jones as your four outside cornerbacks. There's only two outside cornerbacks. And maybe you move one to the slot, potentially Mills, maybe Douglas. But now you have a lot of young cornerbacks, and I'm not – Hating on that because you want to have a lot of players because in case some miss. But now, I mean, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the Eagles do with with Darby. Now they're pretty invested in Darby. They're obviously invested in Sidney Jones. They're not invested in Jalen Mills. He very well could end up being the odd man out, but he's also your number one cornerback. All right, so that that's my rant. Um, I'm excited for Matt to come on Monday because he, he disagrees. He thinks it was a good trade. But... Yeah, he can explain that to you because I don't see it. So like I said, I'm going to do, I tweeted out before the start of this show, tweet me a question and I promise I will answer it. So I'm going to answer your questions. Right now, I said I had 29 when I started recording. Let's see what I'm up to now. Got, yeah, I got, I, got, I got a bunch. So I'll get going. All right. First question, at Lee Evans, how long does Doug get before he loses play calling duties and B is his job? So there's nothing to do with the trade. But I will answer it. I think Doug has at least another year. I think next offseason, if Harbaugh is let go from Baltimore, that could be very interesting. Um, I don't think he'll ever lose play calling duties um, just because I don't think anybody would – I don't think they would take that from him. I think they would just move on from him. But I do know they really like uh, Filippo, So that, that could potentially impact in Doug being moved on. All right. Cody Mitchell at 207 Cody. Why is nobody talking about J Matt's leadership in these trade conversations? I think we lost a huge locker room presence. I agree. Like I said, you lost somebody that is very close with Carson Wentz, someone that in that locker room was viewed as a leader. The receivers viewed him as a leader. I mean, when they were in North Dakota, 
you know, Jordan Matthews was there, and I heard he, you know, it was Wentz's show, but Jordan Matthews also played a big role in getting everybody together. Um, yeah, I agree. You're losing the leadership. And for all the things Howie's talked about with, we want to build with guys that are eagles. We want to build with guys we draft. We want to, you know, if you're an eagle, we want you to stay an eagle. Well, Jordan Matthews was like the poster child for that. He was drafted here. He worked hard. He's close to the quarterback. He was productive, and they traded him. So, you know what? Like when Howie says those things, he's just saying it because it's easy to say at that moment because he wanted to re-sign Vinnie Curry. He wanted to re-sign Lane Johnson. He doesn't care. And the Jordan Matthews thing proves that. At All right, so A.J. Jones asked me, do you think Collins can play slot too? Yes. I think Collins has the ability to play slot. I think he also can play the outside, as Matt mentioned. My issue is I'm not – I don't think he should be put in a position where you have to count on him next year. So I think if you're, if you're telling me, if you told me their plan was to play Jordan Matthews this year and then let Matthews walk next offseason, I would disagree with it. But I would say, okay, you've had Hollins for a year. You know, let's see what he can do. So yeah, I, I do think Collins has the skill set. He's big, he's physical, deceivingly fast, hard worker, actually very similar to Jordan Matthews. He's probably faster than Matthews, but they're similar in their, in their work ethics and their personality. Um, but I do think Collins can play the slot. Okay, Dom Wick at Dom in real life. How long until they finally move on from Aguilar? Jeez. Well, not going to be anytime soon now. I mean, he's going to be your slot receiver. He's going to get the chance to win that job. I do think they'll have a bit of a quick hook in terms of maybe benching him, but they are fully committed now to Aguilar as their slot guy. He's a guy that's going to be given that chance. Mike Poncho, starting cornerbacks the next few years. Well, this year it's going to be Darby on one side, Mills on the other, and then Ron Brooks, assuming he's healthy with that, with that hamstring, will be your, uh, your, your nickel cornerback. You're going to have C.J. Smith behind Mills, and you have Rasul Douglas behind Darby. So that'll be this year. Over the next few years, I think you're looking at the Eagles. If the Eagles had their choice, they would put Darby on one side, Sidney Jones on the other, be able to move Rasul Douglas around, maybe put him in the slot, and have Jalen Mills there too. I think that's what they see. They want Darby and Jones. Those are the two guys they feel like uh, they can build the secondary around. Josh, at Phila J Mac Ten. What are your Elliot? What are your thoughts on Ronald Darby? Like I said, I think he's good. I don't think he's a number one. I don't think, uh, based off last year. He will come in here and represent an immediate upgrade. I think he has potential, as any player does that's been in the league for two years and has had some success. But he's a guy where I think, you know, teams don't give up good cornerbacks. So this idea that the Eagles, like, fleeced and they got this cornerback, no, teams don't give them up. So I do think that the fact that Bills are willing to move on from him is a big red flag. Everyone says Jordan Matthews is bad. Well, of course they trade him. Well, what do you think the Bills fans are saying right now about Darby? Okay, Skeen at C-H-A-U-N point asked me, will Peterson ever give up on the wide receiver end around? Yeah, no, or no, yeah. Doesn't look like he's going to give it up. They've run it a ton in camp. Um, they ran it against the Packers, and it was lost, and they ran it with Aguilar. They like Aguilar doing it. I don't think he's going to give up on it. I think he's going to keep trying it with Aguilar, Gibson eventually, maybe Bryce Treggs if he makes the team. So I know I do not think he will he will give up on the wide receiver end around. It's kind of his shuffle pass. It's a uh, or sh- you know that Andy used to do. Aaron Snyder at a Snyder a one. Will Howie recoup that third round pick, and if so, how? Well, he mentioned today that there's a potential one of those third fourth round picks can be th- become a third depending what Eric Rowe does. I think he's going to try. Um, because as of now, the first two nights of the draft, the Eagles only have one pick. 
So Howie, you know, he says he likes to build through the draft. He hasn't really shown it, but I do think he will try. Um, if he does it, I don't know how he does it. Maybe, I mean, at this point, I mean, J Jordan Matthews is gone. Kelsey Kendricks don't really have a ton of trade value. They can try to package somebody with a fourth, maybe give up a future pick. I don't know, but they don't have a lot of assets to make that happen. All right, here's my man at Awesome Sauce 86. Always tweeting me. I love it. Do you think this trade puts more pressure on Aguilar? Stay bringing the fire. I will always bring the fire, as you know. Hashtag fire, hashtag 100. Do, you, do I think this trade puts more pressure on Aguilar? Absolutely. I think Aguilar is under a ton of pressure now. He was already under pressure because of how well he's played this offseason. He was already under pressure to play that well in the regular season. Now he's going to be the starter, and he's going to be the starter for who a guy who's been the most productive receiver on the team the past three years. If Aguilar doesn't have 50, 60 catches this year, that's a down year. So it's hard for me to say that Aguilar is coming into this year, you know, just being able to take it easy. And I think for a guy that's shown he struggles under pressure, that's, that's a big concern. All right, next question. Thank you, Awesome Sauce, for that, though. Next question. Chase, at Chasing Chase 3. Are the Eagles done looking at improving the cornerback position before the season starts? If so, who's another potential player via free agent or trade? Um, I think this was probably their big move. Um, wouldn't surprise me if they picked up a guy that's cut after the fourth preseason game. But at this point, you have Mills, you have Darby, you have Robinson as a backup, you have Brooks, assuming he gets healthy. I think these are kind of where they're at right now. Um, I would say Kyle Fuller is a little unlikely now unless he's cut. Then who knows? Um, at D short 1975 surprised J Matt played last night figure trade had been discussed. It's a good point. Maybe the bills wanted to see him play. There's been a lot of talk about his knee being, being a concern. I mean, they, the uh, bills probably like what they saw last night when he converted a third down and a fourth down. So, um, I, I guess now, yeah, it is surprising he played, but I, I can see the reasoning behind it. Um, all right. Next question at Dominique Wiggins, Wiggins, sorry. So are you saying Carroll is a better player than Darby? LOL, SMH. Well, I'm saying last year he was. I'm saying per, per pro, pro football focus that I guarantee you has watched more snaps of Darby than every single Eagles fan combined is saying he was better. I mean, Carroll intercepted more passes. Um, he gave up, I think, 10 more catches, but he also played over 100 more snaps in coverage. So, yeah, I, I, I am saying based off pro football focus, they do think Darby's better. And I would rather have Darby going forward because he's younger. But I think Carroll is, I mean, that's who he was last year. Um, all right. At uh, Reds are Mustang. How's Corey Clement doing? I thought he had a decent night last night. Had the really bad drop, which was concerning. Um, but I don't, I mean, with Smallwood not playing, he had a chance to really, he had a chance to really, like, Gain ground, and he didn't do it. So that was a disappointing night for Corey Clement. Mike Lombardo, potentially cousin of Matt Lombardo? Probably not. Do you think Puffrey or Holland benefits the most from this trade? The obvious answer is uh, is, is Holland's. I think Holland's now is, I mean, he's, he's going to be on the field. And I think part of the reason they made this trade is because they do like Holland's. Um, okay, Steve Kolscher. J-Matt was a loss, yes, but more importantly, what can be done about this run game? Is it the O-line or do we just have old backs? Well, LeGarrette Blunt looked bad last night, so I think that's part of it. Darren Sproles is not young, but he didn't play, and I don't think he's regressed. So I think it's the running backs. I don't think the running backs are very good. The O-line has what it takes to be a good run-blocking O-line, so I, I do think it's the running backs. And that's going to be an issue because that's the running backs are something I thought they should have addressed in the offseason. All right, Griffin Whitmore. 
Does Ronald Darby have franchise swag? That is yet to be determined. The dreads are a good start, but I'll, I, will, uh, I will update you guys on that as soon as I have it. It's going to be tough to top the Jalen Mills franchise swag, though. Okay, blessed at Rico KL. Why hasn't Howie Roseman been fired? He's clearly incapable of putting together a winning team. Church, preach. It's true. He's never won a playoff game as a GM, and I think his team's only been to the playoffs once, and that was maybe once or twice, once when Chip was here. So I agree. I don't know. I mean, why hasn't he been fired? Jeffrey Lurie trusts him. So we'll see how long that continues. All right, at Tripfall123. Do you think the JMAT trade is going to affect Wentz's drive to win and his relationship with coach organization? I don't think it's going to affect his drive to win. I mean, Wentz is a very motivated guy. I think he wants to win. Um, he understands it's a business, I'm sure. But if you're Wentz, I'm sure you're a little disappointed. I mean, this was probably Wentz's welcome to the NFL moment of what a business it is. He tweeted at Jordan Matthews saying he's going to miss him. He's one of his best friends. So, yeah, I, I do think Wentz will be a little upset about this. Uh, at Mike1966, grade the trade, C-. minus. C minus. One grade. Everybody knows the rules. Chris Nielsen asked, do you think the Eagles are still looking for corners after the Darby trade? As I said earlier, I think this is probably the big move. If they cut somebody else, then, I mean, sorry, if someone else gets cut from another team that surprises them, they, I think they would make a move. But this was their big move. This was their Kyle Fuller move everyone was looking for. Um, Cody Mitchell, did Smallwood get any snaps last night? No, he didn't play because he was injured. Mr. Stanley Cup, Eagles number one receiver. Well, that's... It's Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, he isn't currently because he's not practicing, but when he's on the field and healthy, he's their number one receiver. And the pressure's really on him. He's only ever performed one time as a number one receiver, but pressure's on him. Uh, Brandon Allen, what's the impact on Rasul Douglas? Uh, I think this isn't extreme vote of confidence for Douglas because if they felt Douglas could step up and play, they don't have to make this trade. So I think this impacts Douglas' path to get on the field for sure. Uh... Julian, how's Big V doing? Going to miss any games? They haven't updated us on that yet. Um, if he does, that's bad news because he's their top backup tackle. Um, Les Bowen of Philly.com reported it wasn't a big deal, or it wasn't a bad injury, so we'll, we'll see. Um, O'Brien94, do you think Jeffrey has a, has a big year? Uh, I've discussed that at length. I think he's going to have a decent year. I think he won't lead the team in catches, but I think he'll, he'll probably end up having a pretty good year. You'll have a good enough year where people can say I was wrong, but not so good where I'll fully admit it. After seeing, okay, this is Chris Stumps. After seeing Chris, after seeing Hollins last night, does he have big impact on the offense this year, especially with Matthews' trade now? Uh, yeah, I, I think he he's going to play more now. Last night when me and Matt recorded the podcast, I didn't think he'd have a big role, but uh, now, yeah, I, I think he will. Um, Eagles for life, twenty-seven. How does Rodney Darby Darby impact this team? Well, Eagles for life, not something I'd thought about. Just kidding, clearly. Um, I've said that I think that with the Eagles getting an improved secondary, that the defense can be good because they have the pass rushing ability. They have Jordan Hicks. Linebackers are still thin. The safeties are good, not great. But if Darby turns into, I mean, like a number, legit number two cornerback, that clearly really helps them because their cornerbacks were awful. So he can impact this team. Um, I'm not saying he's worth a win by himself, but an improved secondary will change his team from a seven or eight win team to eight or nine win team. Uh, Ileano from Yardley. Also, you tweet me a lot. I appreciate it. Is it more likely the Eagles re-sign Alshon Jeffrey after the Jordan Matthews trade? Yes. They made the decision they want to re-sign Alshon instead of Jordan Matthews. I think that's a mistake. I think they should build the team. and I, I, I think that's a mistake. But yeah, I, I do think uh, it's more likely now. 
All right, let's see what we have. We got a few more. How many games do you think the Eagles would win this year, and what are the odds of them reaching the playoffs? Um, I'm not ready to make that prediction, but I think I'm around eight wins right now. Um, and I guess I just made it a little bit, but I, I have the right to change that. Eight wins, probably no playoffs. How much will you miss J-Matt? I mean, me and him talk Kanye, so I will miss that a little bit. But at the end of the day, you know, it's still business and it is what it is. Uh, can Aguilar handle the pressure on him right now? And sorry, that last question was from at Mario19. This one is from M Ringoff, Michael. Can Aguilar handle the pressure on him right now? Now, after dropping that pass in Green Bay, I think it's fair to be skeptical. All right, at FeezyF Baby, nice. Do you think the Eagles have plans for Hollins to play in the slot? A lot of people are asking this, as you can tell, but I want to give everyone a shout-out that asked a question. Yeah, I do think they, they have plans of doing that. Um, all right. Okay, literally only four more, guys. I appreciate all this. Like I said, I appreciate the the likes, the responses, all these things, so we're good. All right. Um, Mr. Withworth, rate the best-case scenario next year roster of Jones, Darby, Mills, Douglas, Brooks, all healthy, using three emojis. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess that would have to be fire because, I mean, I think that has potential. And if Sidney Jones is playing, I would go straight fire. Three emojis. Why do you not like to trade for Eagles QBs, get used to new wideouts all the time? Yeah, but now he's getting used to two new ones on the outside, and neither of those players are guaranteed to be here in 2018. So I think that's my main issue. And also, as I've said, I have questions about both. How do you feel about Darby from Mario19? You already got a question, man. I'm not answering that again. Um, all right. Uh, that's it. The rest of them. Well, all right. Fake Dave Benz. Is the Subway Philly cheesesteak any good? Never had it, but probably not. Uh, at, uh, Ryan Houlihan. Would it have been better for the Eagles to just trade a pick for Darby rather than Matthews? Matthews was the most reliable receiver. Yes, I do think it would have been better just to give up the pick, but clearly that couldn't have got it done. Howie joked that he wasn't able to negotiate a better deal. And in this case, it's true because I don't think it was a good deal. All right, guys, this was the emergency No Huddle Show podcast. I appreciate everyone for listening. This is my first time doing this by myself, so hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed explaining in depth what I thought about it more than I can do in Twitter. Um, so I hope, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope uh, if you ask a question, I uh, hope my answer was good for you. We'll see. But um, as I said at the beginning, everyone should go subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. You can go there. You can subscribe. You get the episodes quicker. So you should definitely do that. And then if you're listening on YouTube, go and give us that like. And just give us a review. I've been reading the reviews. I like them. I'd really appreciate if you continue to give the reviews. So we'll be back. The Eagles practice. Today is Friday. The Eagles practice Saturday and Sunday. And then Monday is probably when we'll have another one of these. Matt will be here. And I'll tell him why he's dead wrong for liking this move. So thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, talk to you guys soon.